Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is The Art of Charm. Learn everything you need to know to crush it in business, love, and life. The Art of Charm is where ordinary guys become extraordinary men. Hey, all time for Fan Mail Fridays, where I'll be answering your questions and dropping some knowledge and tactics to help you kick the weekend off right. If you're new to the Art of Charm podcast, this is not a great place to start. Most of our content is more in-depth and longer format, so check out the best of at theartofcharm.com slash best, or the fundamentals toolbox at theartofcharm.com slash toolbox. We'll give you all the fundamentals you need there, negotiation, dating, attraction, networking, and everything else you could possibly want to learn about what we teach here at AOC. All right, let's cut to it. I got this letter while I was at Michael Port's speaking class from Mark. He said, in the last year, I've gone through a roller coaster of ups and downs. To put it bluntly, 2014 ended with a lot of heartbreak when my mother took her own life after years of battling with severe depression. As you can imagine, this was devastating to the family. There's been a lot of hurt, but in this crazy life of snakes and ladders, I'm now at an all-time high. After her passing, we sold the house I grew up in, and from that, I've inherited more money than I have ever known. I now have the most privileged life I could ever imagine. I'm in my early 20s with good health, living in beautiful Vancouver, and I have almost no responsibilities now that I've quit my retail job. In short, I have all the potential to become great. My question is, what would you do if you found yourself in a similar position? I have read up on the pitfalls of winning the lottery and how that can ruin people. It is important to be sensible and seek guidance. I love the show, I can't thank you enough for putting out this content. You really are a very impressive person, thank you. Well, thank you, Mark, for the kind words. I want to back up the truck a little bit. You said that you're at an all-time high. I'm not saying, oh, your mom committed suicide and you're at an all-time high, you're a bad person. But what I will say is that it sounds like you might be conflating being happy about where you are in your life to being with being relieved, right? Like you're, I, I think what you're thinking is, you know, I assume your mother battling depression was very stressful for everybody. I assume that there was a lot going on there that was really detrimental to your emotional health and that of your family. So now that she's gone and out of the picture, yes, it was traumatic, but having that weight lifted off your shoulders is probably what's making you feel a little bit manic. And I, I'm not trying to throw that word around in this sort of clinical definition, but I can see where that would happen and how, especially since you inherited a large sum of money. So what I'm saying is let the the whole sort of energy with with your mother's passing and all that stuff, let that let that subside a little bit. Let that wash over a little bit. Don't do anything for six months. And I, I don't mean do nothing. I mean don't do anything with with any big decisions, big money especially for six months. I would say first thing that you need to do 
find a finance, and I privately have sent you a recommendation for a financial advisor that does only very conservative index fund type investment. He's in Vancouver. He was referred by my friend who's an attorney, uh, who's not a private practice attorney. She's actually a, a different type of attorney who's also in Vancouver. And I just wanted to find somebody that would be very secure with you that has no agenda when it comes to trying to get you to invest in things. Don't buy anything for your friends. Don't lend anybody any money. Do nothing with the money. Pretend like you don't have it. I know you quit your retail job, maybe it was terrible. I would recommend going and finding something else to do that does provide you responsibility. I know you think, hey, I don't have any responsibilities right now, I quit my retail job. I think what you need right now is some structure and very frankly, quite frankly, responsibility in your life will be very good for you right now, not because you need to learn responsibility, but because it helps give structure, it helps give some guidance to what you need to be doing. Otherwise, you could go in any direction. As exciting as that sounds right now, I think what you need is some direction until everything wears off, subsides, and you can start to think a little bit more clearly. Because no disrespect, my man, but if you're 20, I'm 35 and I don't know much of anything about how I would handle this situation. I know when I was 20 I would have mishandled it. So keep everything battened down, all the hatches. Keep everything buckled down and keep your money, for God's sake, away from everybody else and for hell, don't even tell anybody you have it. If people already know, tell them it's in a trust and you can't even touch it for another five years. You'll see people's true colors come out if they think that you don't even have access to it. So I hope that helps a little bit. Check your inbox, I did reply. With that referral, you don't have to use them. There's a couple options in there. It's just somebody that has been vouched for by a friend as somebody who's not going to screw you out of your dough. It's very important right now, especially, because you're vulnerable and you're gonna stay that way for at least a few more months until everything sort of clears out. So I hope that helps, man. I'm sorry for your loss, and thank you for being a fan of the show. This next one comes from Anthony in Austin. Many thanks for running the Art of Charm podcast. I listen to it every morning on the commuter train here to downtown Austin. I wanted to add my two cents to the discussion about the young African-American man who was talking about how his friends don't listen to your podcast because they don't feel it speaks to their experience because you and the other guests are not black. You can add me as another black person who thinks this idea is dangerous nonsense. As someone who has previously lived in one of the most dangerous and toughest environments as Lower Ninth Ward, New Orleans, the area that Brad Pitt has helped rebuild post-Katrina, I can tell you that life in a post-Ferguson world is too hard to afford identity politics games. I would never have gotten out of the projects alive if I was stubborn or racist enough to refuse to listen or accept the help of people just because they had a different skin color. I'm glad you've given the initial comment the strong condemnation you did. Too many black men get in a lot of trouble, romantically, legally, economically, etc., because they're trying to look, appear, or quote-unquote act black to others who only judge situations by skin color and stereotyped image of blackness. This logic is infinitely regressive, even for other blacks you could recruit to do talks, because the demands never end. Many very successful black men are called Uncle Toms and sellouts because they don't speak broken English, act like fake thugs, or do other things that would kill their potential. Case in point, Grant Hill and how he was called an Uncle Tom by Jalon Rose for being an educated, very professional, and clean-cut basketball player from Duke. Put bluntly, you guys are doing great work for people of all races, and I found it doubly helpful for black men given their particular challenges, not only in meeting women, but succeeding professionally as well. Black men, especially those coming from actual hoods, need help wherever they can get it, and they should be encouraged to take such help when it's available, no matter who offers it. Keep up the great work and thank you. No, Anthony, thank you. That's awesome. I didn't want originally want to sort of belabor the point and pile on the poor Vaughn 
who wrote in from Queens about this, but honestly, this is such an interesting point because all of that other stuff aside, and thank you for agreeing with me, I think it really does speak volumes that there are those within even your own group who are seeking to hold you back. And that's because it it highlights a point that I've made earlier on the show years and years ago, which is that people don't like to see people in similar circumstances improve their circumstances. And this is because it highlights their own shortcomings. If I'm 100 pounds overweight and I start working out and I'm losing weight and I'm eating right, my other friends who are 100 pounds overweight, they might not be rooting for me because if I lose that weight, they lose their excuse that they're rationalizing that they need that they can't do it that they don't their genetics are bad or that they live in such a situation or their lives are too busy because they're in the exact same situation as me and yet I was able to make a change and this is I think maybe what we're seeing here where Vaughn's friends are thinking he's making some changes you know what let's bring him back down to our level and it's there's an analogy that I'm going to get wrong here and butcher and I think it's like the, the lobsters in a bucket right they can't crawl out of the bucket because as soon as one gets part way out of the bucket the other lobsters grab onto him and pull him back into the bucket and that's kind of what we're seeing here. And this happens, this doesn't just happen with races and ethnicities or, or people who are overweight. You will see this everywhere in your life where you are improving depending on the type of people that you surround yourself with. I know even as evolved as I'd like to think I am or as enlightened as I'd like to think I am, I also get jealous of other people's success. Now the difference is I'm very conscious of this and I do my best to still help those those friends of mine, of course, any way that I can. I don't act in a jealous way, but it, I still feel that little pang of, man, I wish that were me. And the difference between acting this way or thinking this way and, and actually doing something, taking some action to hurt somebody, is of course the difference between a good friend and a, and a normal human being. So you do have to pay attention to this phenomenon. You will see people trying to bring you back down to their comfort zone, where, you are, where they are comfortable where you are if that makes sense. They want not only to be in their own comfort zone, they want you to be there too, so it doesn't highlight their own shortcomings. So thank you very much, Anthony. Really interesting and enlightening email. Oh, and if we need more evidence that this stuff works, no matter what color or, or creed you might be, Eric wrote in and said, I'd like to comment on the whole race debate that's recently come up on the show. As a 25-year-old black man, I find your content, guests, and topics extremely useful. I grew up in one of the worst projects in Memphis, and I do not believe that my past circumstances have any effect on my ability to apply the mindsets I learned from Art of Charm. When I started listening to your show, I was homeless, recently divorced, and a father. Art of Charm popped up in a Google search for how to become a better man and was able to help me better myself. I can only imagine how life-changing the boot camp would be. Ignorance and bigotry are signs of an inferior mind and should not be used as an excuse not to progress and enhance your life. Keep up the good work, I'll be seeing you soon. I hope we see you soon too, Eric. I think this is very true. If you think you can't apply this stuff, think about this. Eric was able to do it, he was homeless, divorced, and had a kid. So wait, what's your excuse for not being able to put this stuff into action again? I appreciate it, Eric. Thanks for letting us know that we helped you get back on your feet. All right, everybody, your homework, going back to that previous letter, is to start to notice when you start to make changes, who reacts positively and who reacts negatively? These aren't diehard, you know, set in stone indicators of who your good friends are, but you gotta make sure that you pay attention to these because when you start to get feedback, you can start to take with a grain of salt the feedback you get from people 
who maybe think that your changes are highlighting their own shortcomings. So this is very important because even people that care deeply for you and would never hurt you consciously or overtly can still fall victim to this. It has everything to do with their own insecurities and nothing, quite frankly, to do with you. Johnny, we know if you listen to the show, you are driven. In fact, we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data. And a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to recent Indeed survey. We have hired a lot of team members over the last 17 years. Going through endless resumes, well, that's a time sink. But you know what else is a time sink? Interviewing endless people, because they're all going to give you the best face forward. That's why we love Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash charm. Just go to indeed.com slash charm right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash charm. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So I hope you enjoyed that. Don't forget, you can reach me at jordan at theartofcharm.com. I read everything, as you can see, and I'd love to hear from you. More on The Art of Charm at theartofcharm.com. Now have a great weekend. Get out there and connect and leave everyone better than you found them. Thanks for listening to The Art of Charm. Get more confidence, relationship skills, life hacks, and everything for the extraordinary man at theartofcharmpodcast.com. 